Yeah, big news, international news today, and it comes from the world of entertainment. Now, a suspect has been arrested in the 1996, yep, back in 96, Tupac Shakur shooting death. It happened uh, in Vegas this morning, 60-year-old, and we know him as Dwayne Keith Davis, was arrested uh, in Vegas his wife's Henderson home, Henderson, by the way, being just outside of Las Vegas, that got raided back in July as part of an ongoing investigation into the shooting 27 years ago. And you'll remember at the time, the rapper was shot and killed after leaving a boxing match on the Vegas Strip. His untimely death, he was only 25 years old, has been the subject of so many different conspiracy theories, stories, investigations dreams, whatever. Let's talk about some of that, his impact, and what this all means by bringing in somebody that follows the world of entertainment more closely and knows more than anybody else I know. That's Eric Elper of thatericelper.com, publicist, music commentator, and more. Good afternoon, Eric. Hello, how are you? I'm doing okay. Huge news, yeah, eh? What, what, what were you doing 27 years ago? And, I was and trying to figure that... this out. I certainly was younger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, was a, it was a bit of a different time. But I yeah. remember the profile of this. It was so huge yeah. when that shooting occurred just after the match on the Vegas Strip. And, uh, you know, 27 years later, we're finally getting this. It's astonishing just how many people have come out with their own conspiracy theories, with their own ideas, with their own so-called proof. And even Davis, who was arrested today, not just wrote a book about it called Compton Street Legend. He actually admitted in interviews and in the book that he was the that he was in the Cadillac from which the, all the gunfire happened um, back in September 1996, and in fact his uncle um, was um, Orlando Anderson, and he was questioned because they all lived in the same house, um, but he died. And so for years, when Orlando died, they the the the, the kind of thinking was well maybe Orlando was the one that actually pulled the trigger. Um, and that was it. And maybe the Las Vegas police and maybe the Los Angeles police kind of hit dead ends but didn't really want to admit it, and they kept the case open just in case. Well, look, look what happened today. It turned out that they arrested um, Dwayne Davis, who is the, the nephew, um, took his computer, took a copy of Compton Street Legends, yeah. took his uh, items in the home, and it looks like that this case actually... I'm not even going to say it's solved because according it's to the internet, there's a lot of people Eric. that solved it already. Yeah, that's what they would call just another chapter in an ongoing story because this is ongoing. And I remember uh, some of the stories coming out of this, uh, the reasons behind it, the speculation was this feud, East Coast, West Coast, right? Remember yeah. that? Yeah, there was a, a whole slew of, of anger and fights. And, and basically, you know, what, what people have to remember is like it, the, the, the rap game is not what it is today, where it's like tens of millions of dollars and everybody's safe and, you know, people will beef and fight on Twitter and then that's it. Um, this 
this was real. This was people coming up from the streets, from broken homes, um, and talking and singing and rapping about um, crime and drugs and alcohol and just survival. Because every single day that they were alive was almost a miracle in in some cases of it. Um, and it all started um, when Tupac and the notorious B.I.G., yeah. um, Biggie, they were friends. And then Tupac got shot years before he actually died. But he, the first time he got shot, he actually thought that Biggie was the one that set it up. And it wasn't just the fact that Biggie set it up. It's that Puff Daddy, that same Puff Daddy, yep. was the one that put a bounty on Tupac's head for a million dollars. And, you know, these rumors just don't happen out of the blue, you know? Um, so then you end up with like a whole bunch of rappers in the California area starting to fight with all the rappers from New York. And that's where you ended up with the East coast, West coast. Yeah, and, disrespect. Uh, you know, it was just never ending, you know, and, uh, and of course, Biggie himself uh, ended up being a victim. There were, um, I think so far this year, I stopped counting last month, but there were 33 rappers so far in 2023 that have died by gunshot um, is still to this day. So this is just a never ending cycle of violence when it comes to music. And it's so strange for people to kind of think about it because for decades, the dangerous ones were Jim Morrison or yeah. Jimi Hendrix or Janet Joplin. And they usually pretty much all died from their own doing, whether they overdosed or whether they drowned in a pool. There was never this kind of violence until, until you know, the 80s when it got real serious real fast. And it's, it's held so many, so much of us just at the edge of the seats every time that there was new information coming up. And 27 years later, we're still seeing it uh, connected to the rap uh, community, as you point out. Uh, Eric, thanks so much. Appreciate your Thank time. Thank you so much for having me. We'll talk soon. We'll talk again. Eric Alper, publicist and music commentator on that, ericalper.com.